Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Captain Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, man. And that's by shouting out our sponsors, Twin Media Group and Freelance Academy. What up, us? Hey. And it's the end of the month, man, and uh, we're going to kick the show off with uh, new news for all you new news. So, uh, Reese, what's headlining our news segment this week? So, the layers of policing. What does that even mean? Okay, so remember I told you guys about the show Wyatt's Scenic yeah. Problem Areas yeah. on HBO? Yeah. Okay, so I've been tuning in, and this particular episode was about student loans. It was about sidewalks. Which is really interesting. I'm what not about gonna go sidewalks? In too deep about that, but just how they're trying to come up with laws for the sidewalk. Like no bikes on the sidewalk. No which bikes is the or thing like I've ever heard. congregating. You know how big groups mm. can congregate on the sidewalk. Therefore, you have to walk around. Right, right, right. Or That's illegal. Well, no, it's not that it's illegal now, uh, but they're just trying to. Yeah, and then having like. You know, when you're on Michigan Avenue, it's almost like a, a known thing that you, if you're going in one direction, you're on one side. Yeah, if you're going yeah, in the other direction. you're right. Right. So he was saying to have, like, the lines. Mm, let's guide these <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, so that was interesting. But he started talking about layer of policing. And this particular uh, policing segment was about, like, sexual harassment. Mm, what about it? There's layers to sexual harassment within police departments? Yeah, so we all know that it's a predominantly all-white male occupation, right? Boys club. Yep. Boys club. I, I had that down, boys club mentality. When the women first came on the police force and were hired as police officers to get out on the street, do the same thing I'm doing as a young cop, it wasn't too well received. It is still, in 2018, a predominantly male-dominated profession. I think nationwide, the numbers of, of women police officers hovers in the teen percentages, 15 17%. Law enforcement remains all too white and all too male. I cannot tell you the number of times that I would go into police conferences and I would be the only woman in a room of 200 chiefs. I look at it like, when I go outside of my community, I usually see, yes, males, but males that look like people from that community. In my community, I only see people that are white males <laughs> as police, especially the detectives, the jump out boys, the dicks, as they yeah. like to call them. Unfortunate. So, they talked about how sexual harassment and sexual misconduct is the second most complaint, complaint that the police receive outside of excessive force. But according to a report from the Cato Institute, behind excessive force, sexual misconduct is the second highest reported civilian complaint against police officers. And police reportedly commit sexual assault at a significantly higher rate than the general public. Yet stories of police sexual violence are rarely talked about. Wait, wait, wait. So this is from actual citizens complaining on police. Yes. So it's not these 82% of males disproportionately trying to fondle their co-worker, the female female co-workers. Not just trying not just, to fondle but their female. Primarily we're talking about citizens with complaints of sexual harassment against police. Yes. The fuck? Okay, it gets it gets deeper, y'all. Come on, man. I was so like <gasps> when I was watching this. Okay. Uh -huh, moments galore. So according to uh Cato, which is the institution that does different uh, reports on policies and procedures for different institutions, right? I thought that was the nigga that lived in OJ's beach house. No. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Cato? No. You remember Cato no. from the no. OJ trial? No. Um. <laughs> Stay asleep. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So um, they report that it's a 9.3% um, of misconduct. They also say that the police have a higher sexual assault rate than civilians. So, so the what? sexual assault is coming at a higher rate from police officers than. So there's more sexual civilian. assault claims against police than there are citizens against citizens. Yeah. Now that's odd. It's not odd, and here's why. It's in my opinion, this is my thing. Police feel like they're above the fucking law, man. The limit of the limitlessness man. of power that they have Duh. really allows them to feel that way. Yeah, and I think it's because when it comes to certain issues, they have such a fraternal bond that they like, even if my man's is wrong, I'm not yep. diamond them out. And that's what a lot of former police 
chief of like from the one from Seattle, San Diego, New York, and they all said that even though it's frowned upon, right. they're not telling on their oh. coworker. Stitches get snitches. Okay, so police I mean snitches get stitches. Now did you know this? That in thirty five states it is not illegal for a police to have sex with the people that they have in their custody. What do you mean it's not illegal? In February, BuzzFeed reported that in 35 states, it was not illegal for police to have sex with someone in their custody. In 35 states. Now, since that report was published, four states, including New York, have changed or are in the process of changing that law, which just goes to show how important it is to shine a light on these things. But that's still only a handful of states, and that does not seem like the list you want to be the last on. There's no way in hell Illinois ever wants to hear the phrase, Wow, I wish Illinois was as progressive as Arkansas. It, so I can handcuff you and fondle you and can, rape you. I can get arrested today, right? Right. In their custody. Yeah, I could be harassed, raped, anything you can think of. Now let me just play devil's advocate. Not, is it because there's a thin line between fondling and frisking? Like, is that the spirit behind this law? Where it's like, man, because it, anybody that I you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Frisk could try to pursue sexual assault charges if that protection wasn't in there. Is it? Is that the why behind it, or is it just no. like these are freaks? No, because they're, I guess apparently women, and you know how they, that, that uh, law was stopping Frisk? Mm -hmm. For women, it's grope and Frisk. Or, or, yeah. Frisk while walking? Like, you don't have to stop? Like, that's what police officers have been doing, and that, oh, that was like that. a known terminology for women. Grope and Frisk. Didn't know that. But Illinois is one of those 35 states where it's not illegal. What? And, and, and that's not surprising either, man. I think Illinois is very different from Chicago, first and foremost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it's illegal in Chicago. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a lot of things that people think Chicago is more of Illinois than it actually is. Okay. So when you hear things about the state of Illinois, but you live in Chicago, you're like, how? And it's like, how not? not There's more farms than there are right. freeways. Totally get that. Now... We talk about Illinois. So in this episode, they showed at least three different cases, three different women cases, that three different things happened. One was a teacher, and she was raped on her way to work, going to, to school by a cop. If he had not been arrested on scene, I really don't know what I would have done. I want to think I would have still come out and still gone to the police and said, you know, I got raped this morning on my way to work. I don't know. I think there's a big part of me that thinks if police had not come right there, I probably would have gone back to my apartment and quit my job and stayed in bed and called my mom and been like, I'm moving. As my case was, you know, we were going through the trial, I felt like I have the easiest case in the world. Like, I've got two witnesses, I have police who came, I have DNA, like I have my principal saying she was meeting here, like, this is so easy, and it wasn't. I had everything in place and I still had to fight really hard to get a conviction. So I think if you don't have those things, it's really not surprising so many women don't. Um, that's the one case. The second case, Hispanic lady, right? Was driving home, I think she said it was like two in the morning, driving home at night. She was in her aunt's car. The police pulled her over. It was like two in the morning. I was at the light when I realized it was a police car next to me, and he told me to lower down the window. He said, boy, you had to stop. When I stopped, they told me, give me your license, your registration. And I didn't have the registration of the car because it was my aunt, but he didn't ask me. So then he told me, okay, so we're gonna follow you home so you get home safe. So when I park, I see they make a U-turn, and I say, thank you. But then when I was opening the door, I hear step. When I look back, I see them, and they tell me, who's home? And I say, my, my children and my brother. And they went inside. When I look, the other one come behind me, and I have a tattoo in my back. And he put his hand, he said, nice tattoo. And I get scared. The other one came in front of me, and he started touching me, grabbing my shirt, taking it out, and, and he grabbed my hair. He was pu pulling me my head down. He opened his zipper. 
after he finished, the bathroom was laying next, next to him. He went and grabbed paper and he left. Stars. That particular situation, the officer did uh, go to jail. Um, the or both? Just the one. The one from the back or the front? The front. Yeah. How? Um, Sway, how can the one in the back not be culpable or, or complicit? I don't know. But, like, this is, this is a thing. And so we have an incident here in Illinois where. What was that one? Do you know? She went to the police station on 35th. Um, the particular incident that happened here, a young lady went to the police station in General Affairs to say, hey, this officer. You know, right. sexually harassing me. This is what's going on. And she didn't like the vibes of the questioning that they were asking right. her, making it seem like she was right. the one so what that maybe. were you wearing exactly? And why were your boobs exposed? Um, in Chicago, a young woman went to complain to the Internal Affairs Department. They were discouraging her from filing her complaint, referred to the fact that they thought that she had been a, a dancer in a club at some point. And she was so taken aback by this behavior, she started recording them on her phone. They saw that that was happening and charged her with wiretapping. It's so stupid the way that our system is set up to be like, yo, we can do all of these things and yeah. get away with it. And you can't do these things to prove that we're doing all of these things and getting away yeah. with them. And you will be held to the full extent of the law. It's bad. Law. Like what fucking judge? You see what I'm saying? Like, okay, let's just say cops are rotten. And not all cops are rotten, but let's just say there's a whole mm -hmm. bunch of bad cops. And then it gets to the point where these things make it in front of the judge. judge. Okay. What is going on behind closed chambers that these judges are standing on this bullshit? Well, in all the cases that they talked about, I mean, they brought up a case in um, Oklahoma where the man was going around to like, he was particularly targeting women in low-income areas, oh, yeah. the poor. Oh, yeah. And if they were on the street, maybe drug addicts, mm -hmm. he would like make them lift up their shirts, yeah. frisk them. Was this a dude that them? like he was kind of like either Asian or Hawaiian looking, yeah, he wasn't a all bit. the way white, yeah. and got caught yeah. and was crying like a little bitch yeah. during his sentencing. Yeah, and he did go, he, he got sentenced. He went that's, now that's, in my opinion, justice being served, dog. You raped all these women and he's probably right now getting raped. Getting raped and i'm not a pro proponent of rape i don't agree with that shit but i know it's a power trip but my thing is this i do come from an old enough school mm -hmm. that it's kind of like man an eye for an eye man if, yeah. if somebody is going to you know if you're gonna hit somebody expect to get hit back if you're going to take somebody's cookies Agreed. expect to get your cookies taken Take it. <laughs> shit taken for starring that nigga man yes yeah, so this is just something i thought was interesting, especially being a female, yeah. when you get pulled over, a lot of the retired chiefs were like, it's almost like their MO is, well, if you want to get from under this citation, if you want to get out of this mm. ticket, if you want to, no, nah, give me that ticket, run that man, every run time. Ticket, man. <laughs> every time. So if you haven't been watching or seen Wyatt Scenic's problem areas, check it out. He has some pretty interesting topics. Seems very informative, man. So moving off of abuses of power, man. Right. And, uh, fuck any police that abuse their power. Fuck any person yeah. out there that abuses your power, whether you're a politician, whether you're a principal or a teacher, whether you're a parent. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of fucked up people out there, and uh, fuck y'all. But we're going over to Starbucks with sensitivity training. What's going on there? I thought, we've been, I thought the four hours had been given. I yeah, thought they were so, cured of racism. No, it was... Tuesday. Oh, it just happened. Yeah. So it was scheduled and now it's occurred mm -hmm. and now everybody's saved and their stock prices go up. Like, what the fuck well, happens next? I know the lines in Starbucks are ridiculous. People nah, were motherfuckers like, feel oh, better crack. buying now. <laughs> motherfuckers feel better. That's a PR move, though. What's the, what's the backstory? Like, what? So originally, when they said closing, I thought they were closing for the day. Mm. And they were working through a day long mm. we training. We're going to get through no, this. No, they were open or they only have four hours of training so right, i'm gonna not bring in, in, in shifts <laughs> before you before you clock in come in four hours early for this training so we're gonna keep business rolling though yeah so what? that was interesting so vice news they starbucks allowed vice to come behind the scenes i think they were the only media outlet right. there and so they talked about three or four managers district managers and they asked <laughs> can you train racism out of people they asked a black guy a uh, Hispanic guy, I think they asked a white guy, and then it was a white lady. Mm -hmm. 
why did the black and the Mexican guy seem so confused by the question? What do you mean? They didn't understand it? English wasn't their first language? It was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Perplexed. They were like pondering the question. Like, right. fool, no, you can't. Mm. And the black one actually tried to say, well, I guess if, if you're trained to be racist, then maybe you can be untrained. I just couldn't take it. Now, you know why he would say that is because by definition, black people can't be racist. Right? So it's easier for him to say, yes, you can untrain some shit that he's not trained in versus somebody that might benefit from a system of, you know, mm -hmm. uh, disproportionate racism. Uh, and that's just how they were grown, uh, raised and shit. So they've been trained, like, not that's on some, oh, yeah. man, this is on the job training, but this is my parents trained me, my teachers, Life. my school, my social yeah. interactions, all these things trained me how to be this way. So I kind of got to say that I agree with him. Not in a four-hour setting, you ain't finna untrain shit. Right. But eventually, you can unteach any of that shit. The white lady said, no, you cannot. <laughs> so it's interesting coming from her, yeah. her perspective, her, I, I don't know who she is, but privilege, right. entitled, mm -hmm. world, right? So it is she what it is from, around here. It's like, oh, no. no. It's just exactly it but how, how the ones who are uh, discriminated against right. can think so positively. Oh, yes, it can happen. Oh, no. No? No. So they didn't let them into any training. Right. They showed them, like, a piece of a video, right. and it was just a black guy talking about race. It was so... A lot of people said it just missed so many things because are we just talking about black and white or are right. we talking about the LGBT? Are we right. talking about Jews? Are we talking about right. the other things? Yeah. Not racism, but genderism or whatever yeah. it's called. My thing is this. If people, Starbucks, for example, mm -hmm. really wants to move the needle on this, they should probably, instead of trying to, like one of my favorite quotes is, it's better to build strong children than to repair broken men. Right. Mm -hmm. So like grownups that work at Starbucks either are or aren't racist. They've already made a decision. Not to right. say you can't change and be better tomorrow. But I just say more or less you are who you, you are, are at when, that you, point. when you're here. If you really want to be a pro proponent of equality, why not start educating kids while in school? Why not start having apprentices and internships in that junior high, high school level? Why not start partnering with the junior colleges and major universities to have these programs that allow you to bring in new management that has been in this pathway that you've created to be the, <laughs> the most equitable Starbucks employees ever? Or is that not what you really that's want? You not want what to get really the motherfucking coffee back sold. Yeah. And that's my thing. So don't, don't sit here and piss on me and tell me it's raining. That's right. I know what y'all trying to do. Y'all trying to get them lines back busting. And I'm not mad at you because if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. This move makes sense to me, man, from a PR perspective. Yeah, I'm like, they don't want all that. They don't want to Nobody train wants all that. Nobody wants wanna, equality. I do. They don't want to fix do. the problem. I, I mean, at the end of the day, man, like, we see what it is. And, and I, I just say to the Starbucks consumers that... We're goofy enough to wait until this four-hour <laughs> training happened to jump back in line. You the real goofy. You should have continued going there the whole time, or you shouldn't go there at all ever again. If that, if that situation that happened with them two brothers made you stop going there in the first place, because this didn't solve that. Yeah. I, I haven't been back. Fuck you, consumer. Yeah. All right. What's going on with a good deed with your president, not mine? Four, five. <laughs> so Trump is considering... See plotting on now. Um, commuting or parting, parting uh, Governor Blagojevich. Rod Blagojevich? Yeah. The nigga that got caught on tape, like incriminating himself? Yep. He's thinking about it. On what ground? Well, basically he said, according to the Associate Press, uh, Trump told reporters aboard Air Force One that Bl Blagojevich said something dumb, but that's, a, that's lots of politicians. Including him. Uh, lots of politicians do and think his sentence was excessive. And now, so are weed sentences. So are, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. child support sentences. <laughs> so unless we're going to commute all of these sentences, why him? Why now? What um, the fuck? I don't know. You know, I like Bogoyevich. So. Personally, she likes the goon. <laughs> I Bogunovich. feel like let him out. But. Let him out now, man. He's been gone for what, eight, nine? He's he been time. gone for a cool minute. You know, I'm considering Daly made it through this mug with yeah. no jail time. Squeaky clean. But yeah, sold no. the city. That's his That's he his got thing. got about this jail. Well, 
Congratulations in advance, because I think that anything that Trump puts his mind to, he does. He does. And it's kind of one of those things, like, if he's considering it, is if he wants to do it, it's He'll getting do done. It. So, well, but that, this is my question. Where was Barack when, like, all these executive orders, like you spoke to a couple uh, episodes ago, where was he when all these disproportionate, like, who freaked me? Did Trump free Meek Mills? Who got Meek out? Was that Trump as well? Mm -mm. Okay, I was about to say, Trump is about to be MVP. No, but can we, so I did have this at the later segment, but let's touch on this. Mm. Since Meek did not go meet with Trump to talk about prison reform, right? Mm. Because he got the call from Jay-Z and yeah, said, don't, don't do, do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. I think that was a stupid move. Because now they call Kim K. Who Someone, did? Trump. She's How the ambassador is she of going to talk about prison reform when she's never been, or anybody in her family? You know what I mean? Like, have you been affected? Oh, Do you even know? Shit. Look, see, I just want your opinion on this, G. For what? Oh wow, I didn't hear about that one. Yes. Yeah, that's left field, G. I but to the to the point about Meek, I feel like I can see it from both ways. How. He wouldn't go because an OG like Jay Z is telling him not to go. You just you just look at Jay Z as a different type of entity, and you're like, man, I'm gonna do what Hope says, right? I mean, no, no I'm talking about from Meek's perspective, not Larissa's. Oh, all right, uh, <laughs> right. And then it's one of the things on the flip side. It's like, what's what's a meeting? You know, you're gonna get information. You're what's going to get some conversation, and then you're going to make a decision based on the information you receive. But now you don't even have the information. Or you providing information so that they can understand what really is going on, possibly, right? But Not I don't even think that Meek has can. a real jail experience. As much as he goes to jail and stuff like that, <laughs> these rapping-ass niggas are not having a jail experience because niggas that go to jail for wrong reasons never come out. His popularity was able to get him out. T.I., Wayne, yeah, Martha did Stewart, their time. everybody Pop did that, their time. Everybody that did time probably did less time than a non-celebrity would have done. Is what I'm saying. Well, okay. Even Wesley. Let's take. Let's say, I, I I believe Pac. They were not easy on Pac. They gave that man. Now, move fast forward to now. I think they're a little more lenient and easy on them. But I feel like some of them. Shook served some time. He, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Shook's a good example. That, so he's, <laughs> yeah, he's that. under the jail. <laughs> right. Yeah, but he ran over a nigga. I see, think, like that's that's not popping. I wouldn't even say Gucci man. I think he did some time. He Gucci, did some. Gucci, Gucci sat down. Mm. He sat down. But again, I I, I just believe that these celebrities get a non for real authentic jail experience. Okay. I oh. think that a common man gets a totally different experience when he goes to jail for whatever the crime is. Well, and I do believe, I would say more protection probably yeah. if they're in jail. Uh, yeah, but my thing is Kim K knows nothing no, about it. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. She knows nothing about at much all. at all. No disrespect, dumb bitch. But you really don't know much about life, I yeah, would say. Yeah, I mean, her life is, has been very sheltered. She was like an amateur porn star in her teens and blew up and off that blew shit. blew up off yeah, of it. Never yeah. Thanks to her back, mom. Never yeah. Thanks Shout to her out, mom. Chris. Yeah. Okay. okay. Last but not least, man, we just want to give our sincerest condolences and um, just just rest in peace, rest in heaven to uh, Zach Stoner, uh, better known as Zach TV here in the city and nationally, man. Yeah. This dude was putting on for the city in a very positive way. Uh, he was actually shot and killed uh, a couple days ago. Was Memorial Day? Days? No, was it, it was maybe like Tuesday or Wednesday morning. It was like one or two in the morning oh, okay. on Clark and Polk. They say he yeah. was leaving Refuge, the okay. club. Yeah. And... Um, Here's my thing. You never know who is watching. You never know. Because the Alam High Rises, somebody caught video on their cell phone. Mm -hmm. of Like he crashed into a pole and then you see like two or three people running from the car into another car and so leaving the scene. So the people in the car with him shot him. I don't remember seeing them get out of the car. You see his car crashed into a pole. There's another car sitting. Oh, okay. And you see. So they dumped on him while he was passing by. And then by. you see them running back into a car getting wow. in. Wow. And that's like, I mean, and I don't know the brother like that. I had the pleasure of working with him when we shot for uh, the Ha Ha Davis okay. at the um, Harold Watson Cultural Center. But it, it's just one of those things where. You know, his reputation preceded him, yeah. and it seems like his character was very closely aligned with his reputation. So I'm just trying to understand, like, a bullet to the head, that's personal as fuck. Like, who wanted this man dead so bad? Somebody said to me, because I mentioned it, somebody said it probably was, it could have been gang initiation to the head Damn. when it's like that. Initiation, but, like, kill this positive pillar of the community or just kill somebody and he actually you know ended what? up getting it? 
That see, that, random, and that's a question. Yet it, we don't know if they knew right. or if it was just random. Right. Because stuff like that can't happen. Just random. Yeah. Well, rest in peace. Yeah. Condolences to the family. Condolences to the city, man, because we lost a real one uh, this Memorial Day week. And, uh, man, just a uh, moment of silence wherever y'all at. And that about wraps us up for uh, news on this week's episode of This Then the Third. All right, so y'all know what it is, man. It is time to get to our favorite topic on this and the third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. So, Reese, what's uh, topping off relationships this week, baby girl? Okay, so, of course, we got a couple dear DCs. Of course. I've been out of work for five weeks. Goddamn. And living off of what little savings I still have until I find a new job. You only had five weeks of savings, my nigga? Um, what? Oh, he did say little, yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. That went quick. Well, he could have a lot of bills. You anyway, back. well, there's this female that I'm interested in. Okay, okay. Should I wait until I start back working to get my finances mm -hmm. right before I ask her out? But I'm scared that I might miss my opportunity and also scared that she may be turned off because I'm struggling. Mm. What should he do? What say you? I say live in the moment. Mm. I mean... You don't have a job anymore, right? So you probably have a lot of time. A lot of free time. Enjoy your time along while you're still trying to find work and figure out what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. But live in the moment. So if you see a flight chick and you want to talk to her, talk to her. You just never know. And I feel like you don't have to divulge, oh, I'm out of work. Man. Oh, my savings are almost oh. depleted. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Woe is me. No, you don't have to say right. nothing. Just, you know, Play see how she, how she likes you and how she flows with you, I think. This is my thing. A lot of relationships nowadays mm -hmm. don't really consume your day like they used to. So it's not like this chick is going to want to chill with you every day, every moment while the bam. She's going to yeah. want to get up. She's going to kick it. And you've and been unemployed for five weeks. Let's fast forward five weeks from now. Y'all yeah. probably would have got up twice, three times. Huh. That's no biggie. You can handle this, bro. You can weather the storm, especially yeah. if she's a chick worth pursuing. If she's the right chick for you or the right now chick for you, <laughs> your five weeks of displacement is not really going to matter in the grand scheme of things. My concern is your financial situation <laughs> in terms of only having five weeks worth of savings to live <laughs> off of, bro. You have to do better in that regard, man. I don't know where you were formerly employed or where you're seeking employment at. But the way in which you seem to not be able to manage your money effectively, I believe the rule of thumb is you're supposed to have six months worth of savings. If you're one month and a week into, you know, displacement and you're concerned, I don't know what type of lifestyle you're leading, bro. So maybe you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself or you make somebody else a part of your wreckage. That would be my, okay. so, my, you be my suggestion. You got some financial advice. Yeah, focus on that. And like I said, if she a true chick, uh, the the five weeks of displacement placement ain't gonna matter. Uh, usually a setback is an opportunity for a comeback, and then it was one more piece. Oh, uh, nah, I lost it. But whatever it is, it was just yes, holler at. Oh, the friendship piece. Because again, like depending on how this relationship was gonna go, like y'all probably need to develop a friendship if it's gonna be really talking about right. something. And you got time to do that. And you don't really need to be employed to have friends, friends. necessarily. And then if y'all root yourselves in a friendship and it turns to a relationship, you're good. And she might have a plug for you. So you yeah, just never she know. Might, might be hiring. <laughs> she might be an upward mobile entrepreneur. Seriously. Okay. Next question. Dear DC, on some holiday drunk shit. Mm, my favorite. I hooked up with my friend's ex of after course. a party. Of course you did. We agreed it was a one-time deal. For now. Should I tell my friend or just hope it doesn't ever come out years down the line? Nigga, I will slap, assuming this is a dude, I will slap the shit out of you if you tell on yourself, bro, or sis, whoever this is. Hooking up with the friend's ex goes to the grave, man. You know how sensitive niggas and bitches is these days, man? Nobody wants that smoke off of an ex. It's not like you hit his or her current, current. situation. 
So, but you already know people be having those emotional ties still connected to their exes. And it's like if anybody's off limit, it's the current and then the ex. ex yeah. But if it's not the current, I would say, man, keep that at bay because it doesn't affect them unless you allow it to. If it was the current joint, then it would be that's like, man, different. I got to tell you, your people ain't on shit. Yeah. But if it's your ex, it's like that's your ex for a reason. That's, that, that's back on the market, bro. But Or sis, but you don't have to broadcast that or throw it in their face that's what it seemed like you would be doing if you did it was uh throw it in their face and awesome nana and boo boo type shit what say you yeah i just think you just need to be quiet yeah both mom's the word girl and guy um not that i would care eh, we give fucks no you know, fucks I, i'm thinking like is there are there some exes that i would be like no nah, i wouldn't i'd expect it yeah yeah most of my exes are thoughts <laughs> <laughs> I would expect them to be getting smashed yeah. by my guys by now. It's yeah. been a long and, time. We yeah. shouldn't have left you. That, that, that's just something you keep to yourself. Yeah. And I don't think... Now, if the person says, if the ex comes out and says something, then the ex was just being real messy. Yeah, yeah. Messy. And used you... Yeah, to get in to the get mess. To get that mess yeah. off, man. And that's, that's why you got to be careful as well. You know what I'm saying? Now, how would you respond if somebody tried to throw you under the bus? Be like, man, well, we got up. I just want to tell bro, like, I don't want no smoke. But, man, I got up with your girl. How would you respond if a nigga just dimed you out like that? And this is the ex. He telling my ex? No, he's telling, he's, y'all Y'all two got up. Yeah. But you, his friend's ex. And he like, bro, I just got to convince. Uh, so he's telling you know, my ex. Oh, yeah, I guess technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we slept he's telling your ex that y'all slept together. How would you respond to this or to that situation? Um, I would ignore all text messages and phone Man. call coming through about that silly shit. Especially if my ex called me like, right. How you what gonna you see my friend? I'm sorry, sir. What, sorry. what do you want? You How are no you? No jurisdiction. <laughs> Good to Have hear a great from day. You. Right. <laughs> Goodbye. No cash. <laughs> Fuck you, me. Yeah, don't call me with that. I mean, you will get laughed at. I might hurt Real you. Real talk. Too. Real talk. All right, what else we got? Last, uh, dear DC, I've been seeing this female for six months, and she is starting to plan her belongings around my crib. Mm. Question is. Is she trying to mark her territory, or is she slowly trying to move in? Mm, now, from a female perspective, what say you? I'm trying to think. Did I ever, like, start planting? Not you. From a female perspective, <laughs> I said. You know I You're did. a nigga with tits. We've established this. A, a normal female um, that has hearts. Yeah, she's trying to yeah, mark her yeah, territory. Keep it 100 for these niggas. And she's trying to let it be known. Man. Just in case you have other company. Mm -hmm. Here's my toothbrush. Here's my scarf. Mm. My brush. She might leave a little shirt, a pair of thongs. Just and if he's not like a neat Checking person, oh, yeah. then yeah, it'll be stuff laying around. Oh, and you might yeah. just, <laughs> yeah. like, yo, what's this? What? But if he clean and he OCD-ish about his place, he is going to have all your belongings on the counter. Like, yo, you forgot these things. Right. <laughs> I would say this. It matters not if you smash your main chick at the crib and you smash your side chicks at their cribs. A lot of women have homes now. And you can easily <laughs> never invite them to your humble abode uh, and still yeah. have relations with them. Yeah. So I don't even think, I think it's a non-factor. If she wants to mark her territory, and obviously, nigga, you are allowing her to mark her territory. Because if it was somebody you didn't fuck with, like just straight up didn't fuck with, like maybe you're still deciding and trying yeah. to come to terms with the fact that you fuck with her and maybe you don't want to, you fuck with her if you're letting her leave shit over. Because if it was that one or those 100 that you don't fuck with and they happen to be in your crib doing that, you'd have been like, excuse me, you dropped something. <laughs> excuse Or the next time they came over, here's this box of things that I found that are yours. And she'd be like, this ain't my, well, it is now. Bitch. Get that shit. You know what I'm saying? But it was, when it's the one or possibly the one, you already know, bro. You going. I don't know why you texting yeah, DC yeah, like you like ain't her. going, bro. You going. You like her. You don't Just mind. like her. And, and whatever you're going to do on the side, do it away games. You At got home house. games and you got away games, bro. Y'all hear that? Home games home and away games. Home games <laughs> and away games, man. Fuck the fuck you mean? Um, what else you got last but not least woo, related to it? Okay. Well, from the Red Table Talk with Jada, mm -hmm. this past week episode was with um, Gabrielle Union. Talking okay. about girlfriends, relationships, rebuilding, repairing, that kind of thing. Hey, Jada. Yeah, it was a really nice uh, episode. And so throughout them talking... Well, like, what's the best part of friendships for you? Um, when you think about maybe long-time friends you have or even some people that you've just met. Because I do believe that you don't have to have, like, those 20-year friendships. 
I believe that in life you're still going to meet people and gain friendships and build friendships. Yeah. I don't think it just stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, what's the best part of a friendship to you? I'm, I'm weird. I'll just throw that out there, right? <laughs> if you guys ever noticed anything about me, I'm pretty fucking weird and unique. Um, I don't really have friends, right? Like, it's like I either know you and you're an associate yeah. or you're my brother and you're my sister. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that friendship is dead with me. But let's just say my bros and my sisters are my friends. Yeah. Those are like my A1s. And I'm starting to realize that every day is a new day, so every day has the potential to be an A1. I was very opposed to that shit before. Like, man, if you ain't never, you know, if you ain't been there since day one, you ain't, you ain't my guy, you ain't my girl. But it's like I've met a lot of people since day yeah. one, so let me open up it's my really mind realistic. and my heart. Yeah. yeah, so now I'm opening that that genre up, but it's more like some bro sis shit than some, oh, you're my friend or you're my best friend yeah. or whatever. Um, so those that have been there, the best part of those long, uh, the, the, the relationships, the, the friendships that have longevity is the reminiscing on yeah. the memories, man. Like how you can not see a motherfucker and y'all see each other and y'all tell them same five stories. Like, yeah. man, you remember you was at the wedding <laughs> and y'all laugh and then y'all go away for another five to 10 years and come back and, come back and tell the same, same fucking story. Like you're not building necessarily new memories. You're just reliving them. <laughs> yeah. shit. I love that though. That nostalgia mm -hmm. of those lifelong friendships. Friends. And with the new ones, obviously it's building a new, um, is, is building the new memories because yeah. they found you in a part in your life or a, a part of your life rather where you all are rocking and vibing on the same shit. A lot of the people that maybe you grew up with, y'all don't do the same shit no more. Right. So all you have are those memories. So that's the favorite part for the long-term uh, yeah. friendships and for the more short-term, it's the new memories in my opinion. What about you? Okay. Um, I like, I'm always, I've always been an advocate of meeting new people mm -hmm. and developing new friendships. Just because, like, I had this one friend from, like, first grade. Love this girl. And even though we don't talk every day, we talk through Facebook, but she moved away. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was, like, devastating. Oh, yeah. So to be, and I think that's probably where I learned detachment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to learn to detach from people because you just don't know. Some things you can't control. Mm -hmm. So I always believe in just meeting new people and developing new friendships. Um, I like a friend that's not needy. Oh, yeah. I like I, friends I that, that I don't. From, I gathered that from you. <laughs> she, she's so independent and expects you to be as well. <laughs> I Golly. don't need to talk to you every day. I have Golly. a one friend in Seattle. Shout out Reva. And I met her when I moved to Arizona. We was working at Victoria's Secret. And she was so cute. She was so cute. And she looked like Rihanna to me, right? Mm. She had the long, luscious, curly hair. When is she coming she to this? She had these hazel eyes. Oh, I love her. She had these Big plump ass lips. lips. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Where is she? And her skin, she was just so pretty to me, right? Oh, and and so, she was a Victoria's Secret model? No, she, we worked in Victoria's Secret but together. But y'all used to sneak and wear the lingerie. Shut up. Please indulge me. <laughs> oh. So, in my mind, I was like, she's going to be my friend. Oh, yeah. She's my friend. Um, and but we don't talk every day. We may talk once every few months, catch up. But it's like we can catch up on each other's lives, and we click. And we yeah. don't, you know, we don't yeah. have to feel like we have to talk every day. It's not unnecessary. And that's I love that. Yeah. And I love the fact that a friend to me is that I can call you in my time of need, and it's like no question. Oh man! If I cannot call you when I need something, I mean, if I even got a second guest dial in this. You're number. really not on my eh. friends list. No. You on my yeah, we cool. We got history. Yeah. But you're not my A1s. Yeah, nah, A2 my A1s, if I can call at any time for whatever it is, and y'all going to help me figure it out. That's what's up. Well, you heard it here first. We would love to hear from you all in terms of uh, what do you enjoy the most about your friendships. But that about wraps us up for relationships on this week's episode of This, That, and the Third. All right, topping off this week's episode of This, That, and the Third in entertainment Drake, where you at? Where you at? Where your ass was at when I was traveling? <laughs> in the, where you at, bro? Drake. We're waiting. Drake, Drake, Drake. <laughs> Fuck you at, bro. For real. For those of y'all that don't know, Reese, please inform the people what's going on with Drake and Push Push. Okay, so I didn't know at first. I saw somebody, somebody asked a question on Facebook and said, who do you prefer, Pusha T or Drake? Right, I like, and I said, who's Pusha T again? Let, mm. You know, Drake's yeah, hot I right now. I had to wake nope. her up real quick. Then he reminded me of all the oldie bagoldies. <laughs> right? What happened to that boy? Right. Um, 
Still didn't know. So finally I heard the disc Drake did. Then I heard the disc Pusha T did. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was a, it was good, right? It was well, nice. really good. Quality shots. Um, but you know, I still have faith in my in my. You drizzy. I do. I so, think that he'll come back with something. Okay, but did you notice? Did you see the? He posted a paragraph on his IG stories because he who Drake. Okay. Because he had pictures of the blackface. Mm, did you see that? I did see that. Okay, I was confused. Didn't know what that was, but that was from a few years ago. Why was that from a few years ago? Why did he do that? During his acting days, right, they were... The grassy shit? Yeah, they were doing something. Him, It was him and his best friend at the time um, working on something. Friends! <laughs> How many of us have them? Shit. <laughs> his friend made him do that? Not that he made oh. him, but they were doing something together, okay. right? Something for a project. It was not to be made fun of and all that kind of stuff. So he did acknowledge that and he talked about that. But everybody's like, okay, yeah, we understand that. What's up with the disc? Where's your rebuttal? Uh, get back to it. <laughs> get back to it. Yeah. And what we, did he issue a sentence on that? Anything. Nothing. We haven't heard nothing. No release on that. No. And this is my thing. So for those that don't know, Pusha T is a drug dealing ass rapper that writes his own rhymes and is very lyrical. He signed to good music. He fucks with Kanye, his twin brother, and him made up the group The Clips that was popularized by Pharrell from uh, the Neptunes and just, oh, this guy was, he was the guy in the early mid-2000s, right? He was one of the guys. I was going to say 90s, not the 90s. Nah, it was like early mids. Okay. Early mids, like 05, okay. 06, right? So the clips had they run, and then his brother, Malice, found God. Oh. And he just oh, leveled up, went, went that way. Okay. His brother continued to sell drugs and kill people on, <laughs> on wax, on wax. And uh, that's his claim to fame. He's the president, to my knowledge, of good music, right? So you got Kanye's co-sign and all that okay. good stuff. And like I said, he's a lyricist. Drake, similar to a Beyonce, similar to whomever, can deliver a product very well that is not an authentic product that they created 100%. Do you see what I'm saying? Like he, The OVO camp is very great at making hits and making product, but Push is like a fucking real MC. So when he gets on The Breakfast Club, he's speaking to that and saying, like, we're not the same type of thing. Like, he's a product. I'm an MC. I, 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 I'm on this shit. Okay, well, and I would he's agree. Not. Right. So having said that, with Drake's commercial success, with Pusha T having the streets behind him and having an album that's coming out or just came out, you know what I'm saying? He got the joint called Daytona, seven-track EP, what have you. Mm -hmm. He has absolutely, positively nothing to lose by coming at Drake's fucking head, who is way up here on the commercial success shit, and, and he comes out with Infrared. Infrared is talking about, it was uh, written by Nas, but it was really written by Quentin. Shout out to Drake's ghostwriter. You know, he's just, you know, taking these little subliminal shots. He said something about Wayne still needing a tour because Baby got him hemmed up, you know, by the nuts and all that shit. And he's just taking shot, 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 shot. So I guess immediately after hearing Infrared, Drake comes back with Doopy Freestyle, and he kind of goes in on motherfucking Push, says some shit about yay. He's just going in about, nigga, you was third in command on the drug dealing shit. You ain't this, you ain't that. Fuck you mean. And invoiced good music. Also, man, y'all owe me $50,000 for the, the additional streams I just got y'all because nobody was checking for y'all shit until I said something about Push a T. So I love that business move. I love that, this, that, 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 that letting your nuts hang on the track. Huh? But then this nigga Pusha T, he comes back with the story of, I don't know how you pronounce it, A-D-I-D-I-O-S-O-S or something. It's like a Hispanic Adonis. boy's name. Adonis, Adonis, I don't know. Mm. But it's supposedly Drake, Drake's estranged son Son's name. that lives in Mexico. And you know, no, he didn't say Mexico. He said something about border patrol in the lyrics, like nigga, you playing uh, home homeland but they security. They said he lived out of the country. Yeah, I'm he sorry, lives out of the country. I'm apologizing to yeah. Mexico. I didn't mean to put that yeah, on you. Like, but he lives somewhere. Drake got money. Right. It was like Italy, Europe, somewhere okay. like that. That's even sexier. But yeah. they're saying that he's saying stay there, don't come here. I don't want people to know that I have this estranged yeah. child. Blah blah blah. Uh, his mother is apparently porn a porn star, Sophia. photography porn star. And I know, bang, 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 ski, ski, ski. There's a difference. Somebody oh, that just so shows they twat. Yeah, like a, play, a playboy play girl. Oh. Yeah, playboy, playboy. Right, and, because he's not the only one that hit her. 
Yeah, because I heard that they A$AP got this information Rocky, from ASAP Rocky, Rocky, right? So we've been very, very messy today on this at third. But at the end of the day, this is good content. So then <laughs> he comes out with the story of whatever his son's name yeah. is and uses the, you know, the fucking minstrel yeah. uh, co uh, uh, cover art with, with, with Drake's. I thought it was a doctored up whatever. And they was like, no, that's an authentic picture of that's Drake. Great really in this motherfucking yeah. you know so it adds a layer to this shit where it's like okay music aside nigga what and then once you explain that with with the paragraph yeah. that you said it's like okay now that you explain that a little bit where's, nigga, where's the music so it's like drake can't really win and he got to come out with something so fucking hard and i don't know if he has it compared to what Pusha t has like somebody else can write something for drake and he can deliver some shit but i don't know if he has anything authentic to give back to this nigga push who's giving him the best that he's got. Well, I'm going to say, Pusha T, continue to give the best that he's got, and Drake, continue to focus on winning. I mean, Pusha who? Mm. And that, that's what I think his best move is, is no move at all. I think Drake should not respond. He's yeah. in over his head. The back-to-back -back shit is not finna work. You're waiting. Like how we were waiting on Meek, we're waiting on Drake. And then that shit is going to dud because you're not going to meet our expectation, let alone exceed it. Yeah. So I think his best response would be like, you know what? My yeah. bad for even responding in the first place. Uh, Just pay that invoice. But Pusha T's uh, streams are through the roof. They're through the fucking roof compared to where they would have been without this. So I appreciate, from yeah. a business perspective, his, his move or Kanye's move or Chris Jenner's move, whoever's engineering this shit and project managing this shit from the back. Mm. So I don't know. To be continued? Yeah. To be continued. But uh, again, I still don't. Like, Pusha T isn't uh, a big enough name, I think, especially for these millennials. Mm hmm. To even really care that much. I mean, I think it will go down in like one of the rap beefs yeah. history. But with, with, with rap beef history, like where does it rank? Well, first of all, do you have a favorite rap beef of all time? Um, I don't have a favorite rap beef of all time, but my favorite diss track is Hit Em Up Tupac. I'm a Tupac fan. And so yeah. that's like. Hit Em Up went hard, Z. My favorite. And you Nigga, can kind of with up. it. Yeah, yeah. You can dance to yeah. it. You don't feel disrespectful towards Biggie. You just feel very like, hey. in the moment with Pac. You know what I'm <laughs> exactly. saying? Yeah. I would say. I didn't know a lot of Jay-Z songs back in the day were diss songs. I mean, because oh, yeah. in high school, that's all we listened to was yeah. Jay. Yeah. My thing is, if it had to beat. I was moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they get you with the beat, and you ain't even fucking with the lyrics. That shit yeah. can be like, go and say, let's kill your mama. Okay, well, shit, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm killing the shit out of this bitch. You know what I'm saying? To the beat. Right. Like, why am I doing this? Um, I, liked, I liked Common versus uh, Ice Cube. I liked Ice Cube versus N.W.A., though. Okay, so I had never heard Common mm -hmm. until today. Oh, I was like. Welcome. Oh, my God, Common. Like, welcome. This is. Check Amazing. you out. Nigga with an attitude named Q. Try to step to the con with a few. What the fuck I look like just in a whole coast? You ain't made shit dope since America's most. Wanted to cease from the Midwest to the East on the dick of the East for your first release. Your lease is up at the I like Ice Cube. I'm a Cube fan right. all day. And I like coming. But it was not. What I liked about their particular beef is I did hear how Cube made the comment about. Um, Comment in his song, right? Mm -hmm. It was a very just on some. Oh, I don't like that you rapped about this. Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna talk about you, you know. You know, Fuck so it was simple. Here. And then yeah. afterwards, they were able to work on barbershop and continue to move on and make money. So yeah. I, that, I think that's what I liked about the beef. They yeah. were able to move on. Yeah, I mean, I think after that uh, death row bad boy shit and niggas start dying, <laughs> I think was everybody like, was kind of like, okay, <laughs> it's what? not worth life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, uh, shout out to all the grown folks out there yeah. that can have a disagreement and uh, not necessarily kill a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Kill a nigga on wax. Just kill a nigga on wax. Remember uh, the rapper Cannabis? I definitely remember Cannabis. He got into it with everybody. He was smacking the shit out of LL, but it was one of those things where it didn't matter. It's very similar to Nas and Jay-Z because LL and Jay were such bigger yeah. uh, celebrities than the people they were up against that they lost the battle and won the war. Okay. And uh, it's unfortunate because Cannabis was one of the best lyricists out at that time. But you just up against Ladies Love, Cool James. He wasn't James. commercialized He's not enough. commercial. He's not ready. I mean, he got into it with LL. Huh, for such a lover of women. He hates niggas because he <laughs> got into it with Cool Modi, Ice-T, and Cannabis. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he's still on uh, NCSI Miami. So 
So shout out L. Living his best life. We in the house. Um, what about uh? So Nas and Jay Z. You yeah. know, Nas won that shit. Jay Z came with Super Ugly, and that shit hurt. That's what this uh, Pusha track, uh, uh, the story of. It did uh, hurt. Son, I was listening to it. Like, me. It's oh. very intimate, very, oh, oh, very revealing. And then the nigga said it's going to be a surgical summer. He's like, I'm just going to peel this onion back all summer. So I think he has more to give as a protect. Like, whether Drake responds or not is totally yeah. irrelevant if, if Push is going to continue to push. This I motherfucking mean, agenda. He's trying to be relevant. Yeah. And I who mean, else to pick on right now than the hottest rapper? It's lonely at the top, man. And a lot of these rappers now aren't really MCs. Oh, no. No, they're definitely not. They're rappers. What about, uh, you remember Joe Button came at Drake? Was you checking for that one? No. That was recent. That was more, you know, 18 months ago. But, no, uh, and I like Joe. Joe, just have a seat. Yeah. Stay in your lane. But Drake didn't respond. What did you think about the Meek versus uh Yeah, I'm Drake? glad he didn't. That's why I don't know about it. <laughs> nah, but what you think about the Meek versus Drake? Because he responded to that nigga. Oh, back to back. Mm. I loved it. You loved that one? But again, it's it's catchy. It's radio. You can mm -hmm. listen to it on radio. So, for, so I think, I'm not going to say for all women, but a lot of us, if we can dance to a groove to it, right. really don't give a fuck what you're saying. Right. Now, after listening to so many times, yeah, we're going to pick up on the words, but that doesn't really matter. That's secondary <laughs> here. What, so what, last but not least, in terms of rap beefs, what about Remy Ma versus Nicki? Was you checking for that one? I know I got did it because of the copyright with the Ether, Ether. track. See, and I, I like Remy, but I felt like hers was too long. Oh, very lengthy. Girl. Got a lot to say. I she don't have, have while in prison. that much time. I don't have eight minutes to listen you to you talk about Nicki. Yeah. You know, and Nicki's was on the radio. Oh, yeah. She was definitely getting spins. So, you know, yeah. I don't really like that one. It's not. Yeah, I don't like that one. Okay, last but not least. Rap beef you would like to see. Oh, hmm. just two opposing forces in rap or music in general. <sighs> Who would you like to see beef? I would like to see, I want somebody to beef with like, I don't know, a race murder or Migos. Or oh, these, yeah, because they like supposed young, to be the two little groups. Yeah, one of these yeah. young groups. Somebody beef with them and let's see but how they, they no respond. no bars. It's like you have no bars. That's what I'm saying. But Migos do. did do a Joe Budden disc called um, that was a Ice song. Traded Game. Yeah. Ice Traded Game. Exactly. That shit was trash. But I would love <laughs> to see, I would love for motherfuckers to just call it what it is and have Nicki Versus, goddamn it, Cardi. Tim. Oh, Cardi! I would love Oof. to just see that play out and just be like, man, who who the has fuck bars? Has, I think Nicki got bars. I think uh, Cardi got fans and popularity and just her swag. personality. Her per personality. Personality. So bars versus personality, and not to say that Cardi don't have bars at all. But I think Nicki, if she's writing her shit. She has more bars, yeah, but I think the personality, the, the authenticity of it's Cardi party. is intangible. But mm -hmm. to be continued, maybe we'll never see that. Maybe we will. But before we, you know, get up out of music, this, yeah. you know, Pusha T brought up Drake's Hush Baby. Well, let's talk about some other folks' Hush Baby. Hush about. So Jay-Z has a Hush Baby. Is it a boy or a girl? I think I heard of this. It says a boy. Yeah, it looks very similar to It's like grown, like this nigga's 20-something. Is he? I don't know. When I heard Jay-Z being associated with an estranged child, it was not a baby. He might be older now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was not a baby. Well, and the one that they really kept bringing up was D-Wade's baby. Oh. The one he had on Gabrielle. So recently. Yeah. So he has babies by his ex-wife. He goes into a relationship with Gabby before he yeah, figures out if this is going to work. Oh, boop. Ah, baby. Yeah, I don't know if it was before they was married or after, okay. but he has a baby and they pay her. Tons of millions of dollars to Shut. not say anything, come in the limelight, Shut your mouth. speak about it, anything. Man, so how do we know about it? I feel like that's a wasted investment. It we know anyway. Of. Like, why would you be paying her if we still know about it? But I think it's not because of her. She hasn't, you know, people going to report Man, it and investigate. My going to talk. So, but she can't say anything. I don't know. You know she got a gag order, but probably, she can't. I'll stack that money and be like, mm, what, baby? Who, who, can, who has a better deal? Right. <laughs> that shit crazy. You can't keep me hushed. And then why would you want to do that? Why? I why think would it's you want to hush your baby? I think, it's, I think it's a branding thing. I think it's no. an immaturity thing. I think it's a, we give too much of a fuck. And I said it earlier. What we people don't, think? We give zero fucks here on this and a third. 
But I think that when you reach a certain level of fame and status and celebrity, you care what other people think and you think it will taint your brand. I don't think there's really much that can taint a brand these days. Like people are so under a microscope, so yeah. flawed, and those flaws are being exposed at an alarming rate that our expectations are so low for our celebrities. I just, but so I like, feel like live your life, man. I feel like that. As the wives of those two people, Beyonce and Gabrielle, have you? I, I don't. I don't know if I could be married to somebody that would be on and that. And they have a hush baby, and I know about it. Right. I know. And why aren't you bringing this child involved with our other kids? Right. Like I would just, to, as a woman, that I would feel bad, and I don't know if I could just let that be. Aside from my insecurities or how I feel about what he did, mm -hmm. it's a baby. And now, I, I will want say them this. to be a part. It's not. Because they're babies when they're babies. And if you miss that former, those formative years and you made a terrible decision by missing out on those formative years and paying this hush money and now they're what, adolescents, well, tweens, for teens, da, yeah. da, da, and now it becomes a point where this nigga don't even know you. So now motherfucker knows that you done paid his mom to shut up and act like he didn't exist or she didn't exist. Now you're going to try to be a father because you have a wife that thinks you should. It's like, man, that's, that's well, gone. No, I agree with that's that. That's gone. But in the case of D Wade and Gabrielle, there's still time. That baby ain't that's subjective. And I just, how old I is that baby? Relatively. Like, how old do you think that baby is? Four, uh, maybe five, maybe four or five in 2018, four or five is 30. No, you still got oh. time. You oh. got time. I don't know. Uh, fix huh. it. What say, say you? Don't have side babies. That's how you yeah, fix it. Yeah, that too. That's but how you fix it. Abort. And I'm not an advocate of abortion, but I'm just saying you had, like if you didn't want to have a baby. No, she probably did. Ain't no way in the world I'm going to get pregnant by Jay-Z and D-Wade and not have the baby. And I'm therein lies saying. the problem. Ladies and gentlemen, so, therein lies the problem. I'm just saying. So the, so the mom is just as culpable as the celebrity uh, father. But the celebrity fathers have, have more to lose. So keep your dick in your pants. Mm. Figure that out. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Fires? On your day off, Craig. What the fuck, Craig? <laughs> but we ain't talking about Craig. Who no. we talking about? Roseanne Fatass. Roseanne Thickums McGee. Yes. What has she done now? She has been fired um, from ABC. They let her show go. They let her go because of her most recent tweet. So she tweeted, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ in reference to Valerie Jarrett, which was um, one of the young ladies who worked on the Obama administration. True. Also true, have you seen Planet of the Apes? Yes. Have you seen the leading lady monkey? Yes. Have you seen VJ? Yes. Do you see similarities between the two? And that is my thing. Like when somebody says something and is funny and it like, it's like if you said it in a roast session and you wasn't Roseanne, that shit would have been hilarious. Like, why can't Roseanne say that? Not okay. saying it's right or wrong. I'm just asking why. I'm about why. to tell you why she can't say it. Please, inform me. You can't say it, one, because you have a show on television. You have a lot to and, lose. You have a lot to lose. Right? You've already put on a Nazi, dressed up as a Nazi, burning Jew cookies, right? Very You've generous. already sang the national anthem and spit on the, on the you know, afterwards, like, fuck Grabbing the anthem, crops, right? I believe, too. You've done so many things, and everybody know you're a Trump supporter, so you already got these things lined up against you so if you think because you're white and entitled that you can just say what the fuck you want that's why you fire right because no you can't because michelle wolf at the correspondent dinner the white house correspondent dinner mm. they went in on her for making jokes about everybody in the right. administration right. right and all of those conservatives were pissed mm. so what makes you think you can do it they can't the NFL can ban protests. Oh, but you can have free speech. Right. They banned the blackish episode talking about the NFL protests. Didn't hear about that one. Yeah, they blocked that, but you can say what you want. No, the fuck you can, man. Right. And let me finish. President of ABC, black woman, just makes it so much sweeter. Oh my stars. Wakanda forever. Makes it so much sweeter. Fire ass. And but she was the one that was advocating was for, for the, the reboot. reboot. Yeah. So it wasn't like she wasn't a Roseanne supporter. Right. She was all about it. But it's like, mm, when's enough? My kindness enough? has limits. Enough. Yeah. I'll say this. The thing I agree with is the freedom of speech aspect in, the, in, in, in regards to you don't have to tweet everything you think. Yeah. 
if I'm finna roast a motherfucker and it's gonna be like maybe controversial as fuck, I might say that shit off camera. Yeah. Right? I might just say it to you. Yeah. I'm not gonna tweet it, I'm not gonna post about it without the band, right? But more importantly, I think that it does a disservice to the entire cast of Roseanne, who hasn't worked since Roseanne, got their teeth already, their mouth already for some orange juice, and it ain't but a swallow left in the container. These motherfuckers got their show back. Same cast, same everything. NBC, primetime, whole nine, they getting their bag back on. Just got renewed for the second season, and she does this. And she's going to be straight with this money or without this money. She would have been richer with the money, but she's rich already. The supporting mm. cast is not as rich. And they have a lot more to lose okay. because of her antics. That's why I think it's very impressive that uh, Darlene, Sarah Gilbert, I believe, the yep. brunette daughter, came out and was like, what? We don't fuck with that shit. I kept hearing a quit. lot of people... A lot of that was Wanda Sykes, I believe, that quit. And Sarah quit. Oh, before the show even. Wanda quit before because she was so a So that's another reason to that's another reason to not renew because you're not gonna have your original cast. They already switched Becky out when it was the original shit, and that shit didn't work. Mm -hmm. now, I mean, I ain't gonna say it didn't work, but we noticed. Yeah, we noticed we noticed. Fresh Prince and yeah. fucking Roseanne. We noticed. But then you got cast members that are dropping. Now, how you gonna write that into the storyline? How you gonna explain that? Not to say it couldn't be done, but it's unnecessary because you're doing some real life some some shit in real life that has real world and sitcom implications i think it's just unfair to her cast i.e her family who she's been they've been sucking off her teeth for like years and well, then just got back to it sarah gilbert is on the talk so mm -hmm. she has checks um, i'm talking about in general the son quit because he responded to her tweet too but dj hasn't worked since yeah, uh, apparently he is okay tom, i mean not tom you said what apparently he's okay Oh, okay. Well, what's the name? The the, the dad. Uh, Arnold. Dan. No, not Arnold. Dan Connor. What's his name in real life, though? Um, Dan Connor's. He real hasn't name. responded. He. I just read something saying the reason he hadn't responded was he was just saying he he don't he doesn't think that anything he says will make it better. It'll right, just make right, it worse. Right. But her ex husband, Tom, Tom Arnold, Arnold. Yeah, that's what, that said name he's I'm not surprised. Of. So nah, yeah, he knows surprised. he ain't on shit. This bitch ain't on shit. She, that's what she, that's who she is in real right. life. So he wasn't. What about surprised. Jackie? She ain't works as Scream too. She won an Oscar for Lady Bird. Okay. So she the is working. working. She has a check. The people I feel bad for is the crew, the production mm -hmm. crew. I do feel bad for them, especially if there are any minorities that were working the crew, because you know you look for those good gigs. You. Playing yeah. out your year-round certain gigs. So Especially having just been renewed for season two. That's unfortunate. That's but, the messed up part. You know, I don't feel bad at all. No, I don't, I don't feel bad, but I do feel like Shorty kind of looks like a monkey a little bit in that movie. But she can't say it. She can't say that. I can. Yeah. She looks like that. I mean, the monkey was light-skinned and had the same haircut as her. She can't say it. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's a lesson learned. Hopefully, the pendulum is swinging back towards equality. Get this. So... President Trump calls the president of Disney. So he Who tried owns ABC? He tried to call her boss, Channing, mm -hmm. uh, the, the president of ABC, the female. He basically tried to call her boss and say, hey, what's going on? How can we work this out? You have nothing. You're the president. Stop bigger interfering fry, in content stuff. You have stuff. bigger and fish to fry. TV. Yeah, mind your business. Yeah. Like the NFL obviously is scared of you but come on you can't control disney is not gonna go for that right come on now disney is huge and not mm -mm. Nah. so I'm, well, I'm glad any any closing thoughts in terms of this uh roseanne situation like uh what what can we learn from this what what should people be able to take away from it what, what um, i you? think you have to learn that you you can't say everything that you're thinking on twitter and think that there are going to be no repercussions whether you white, black, I'll say this across the board for everybody, but especially white people, you can't keep saying what the fuck you want to say and on Twitter or whatever and think that nothing is going to happen. I would say this, there's strength in numbers because the popular people, the celebrities, the famous people are not the ones that are being the judge and jury for these people that are being, you know, taken to the goddamn pendulum, uh, yeah. what's it called, the guillotine, having their heads chopped off. It's us the consumer. So if you cannot understand the power that you have as a consumer, like how we say stay woke, go vote, every time you spend your motherfucking dollar, you're voting. Every time you tweet 
or, or share or comment, you're voting. Every time you tune in to a show, show. Yeah. you're voting. So know what power that you have and that we have as a collective to get exactly what we want on television, on iTunes, on whatever different mediums we consume content yeah. on because we the wave. They just a representation of what the fuck we voted for. So if there's anything that you don't agree with that's on the airwaves, anything that you don't agree with that's being popularized, do something about it. Get your people together and exercise your right to vote monetarily and social media wise. That's my last thought. I agree. Well, you know, I said I wasn't watching Roseanne. Yeah, I, I, I haven't watched it, I man. Well, I still it. buy that shit. And I used to love I Roseanne. See, Lombard, New York. I fuck with the shit. I'm not, G, I am not going for anything anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Period. Put her foot down. Okay. <laughs> well, that about wraps us up for this dope episode of this week's episode of This, That, and the Third. Lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. literally. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up with us as always, man. Be sure to check us out on uh, all social media platforms, including YouTube, Facebook, IG, and uh, iTunes. iTunes and, and uh, SoundCloud by searching this, that, and the third with the third spell I, I, I like the Roman numeral three. It's your boy Calvin Leroy King, the third. My lovely co host is with the Moses, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.